Support for this program is provided by Chevron. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. On Tuesday, the Biden administration updated one of the federal government's most critical environmental regulations that impacts how it evaluates permits for construction of pipelines, highways, and other projects. The White House finalized a rule that restores key climate protections under the National Environmental Policy Act. Those protections require federal agencies to consider the environmental impacts of their actions, including if a project contributes to climate change. Under the Trump administration, NEPA was considerably weakened. In 2020, Trump shortened timeframes for conducting reviews in response to complaints from industry groups that said slow approvals stymied the development of infrastructure projects. He also removed a requirement that agencies consider cumulative impacts, making it easier to downplay the climate effects of projects. Now, with this new rule, industry and Republicans are not happy. So today, Politico's Alex Guillen and I chat about the impact of this new rule how it fits into Biden's agenda, and what's next with NEPA. It's Wednesday, April 20th. So Alex, the Biden administration is restoring a rule for conducting environmental reviews under the landmark NEPA law, reversing a key decision from the Trump administration. What's the biggest difference with the changes the White House is announcing? So there's three main changes that they're making. Number one, they have added back in a requirement that agencies consider the cumulative effects of whatever it is that they're studying, you know, an infrastructure project or a highway or military base or something like that. They always had to study the direct and indirect effects. This also adds in cumulative. And so that's related both to considering climate change, since that's something that happens cumulatively over time. But it also means there's a little more flexibility to consider things like environmental justice because one project may not have a specific impact on a disadvantaged community. But when you consider it with other projects that are already nearby or something like that, it may add up to potential harm to that community. So that gives them some flexibility there. The second change was it gave agencies more flexibility to define what's called the purpose and need of a project. And it's an early step in the environmental review process where agencies have to define what the purpose of a project is and what the need for it is. And then the third change was to remove what's called a ceiling provision that the Trump administration had added. And that basically said that the White House's NEPA regulation was the maximum that could be done by agencies when they're doing their own individual NEPA rules and NEPA reviews. Instead, they've switched it, and so it's now a floor. And so agencies can go beyond that if they want. They can do additional analysis and consider other stuff, as long as it doesn't actually directly conflict with anything CEQ says has to be done. So again, they switched that from a ceiling to a floor. And those are the three big changes being made. And on that first one, this requirement for agencies to take this more holistic look at emissions from a climate perspective, we know that Biden has had a number of setbacks recently with his climate agenda. Russia's war in Ukraine is changing how our energy policy is discussed and the policies that Biden is pursuing. So how does this kind of fit into Biden's green agenda and how are climate advocates reacting to it? Yeah, well, it's like with anything with climate change, there's no one project or source that is contributing. It's just 
millions and even billions of actions. And so when you're trying to do something like if you're going to consider building a pipeline, for example, to carry oil or natural gas, on its own, that pipeline, even a very large one, is probably having a relatively minor overall global effect. But when you consider these sort of things cumulatively, that gives you greater ability to contextualize the pipelines as part of the fossil fuel infrastructure that we rely on. And so from there, you can consider global climate emissions. And it gets very complicated, but you can factor in those issues, take a better look at what a project is in the grand scheme of things, and move forward from there. So I would say this is a major boon for the Biden administration because this will let them take a better look at how these projects affect sort of the global phenomenon of climate change. So far, among environmentalists, very positive response. They're pleased. But this is also only really a first step. And there's another regulation coming that they say they're going to be watching much more closely to see what they do. It's going to be more broadly based. The rule that's coming out is really more just returning to the pre-Trump NEPA regulations that have been around for decades. So environmentalists are happy those are back in place, but they want to see what else the Biden administration is going to do to change the NEPA regulations going forward. You kind of touched on this second rule that CEQ, Council on Environmental Quality, is expected to announce later this year. Any more details you can share on what we might expect from that and how it might be more fulsome even than what this first rule does? Yeah, so CEQ, this was what they called the phase one rule, which was making more targeted changes and and rolling back Trump changes. They're planning a phase two rule that uh, we may get a proposal sometime this summer but these things tend to slip, so we'll see. They have not been super clear about what's going to be in it necessarily, but it is supposed to be like a broader update to the NEPA regulations. So I would imagine there's going to probably be something in there to more specifically address environmental justice and probably boosting public involvement in environmental review process. So, you know, we're going to have to wait and see what's in there. But that's definitely going to be, I think, the more impactful rule, depending on what they write, just because the rule that's come out this week is more returning to the prior status quo. And this phase two rule is more prospective and looking at making bigger changes. So it's probably going to be pretty controversial. Also, a federal appeals court ruled yesterday that the climate change lawsuits brought by several California counties and cities against multiple energy companies belong in state court. The counties and cities are looking to receive compensation for damages related to the cost of climate change. This is the third time an appeals court has made this type of ruling after the Supreme Court required that appeals courts consider the full slate of arguments from energy companies. So far, no such court has ruled in favor of the energy companies. According to legal experts, climate lawsuits heard in federal court are more likely to be dismissed due to Supreme Court precedent compared to state courts. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Did you know that Chevron supports the ambitions of the Paris Agreement? In fact, they've even tied their executives' compensation to lowering the carbon emissions intensity of their operations. 
Because it's only human to help power a brighter future. Learn more at chevron.com slash lower carbon.